This is the Dogmatist presented by Strive Sports. Benjamin Klein here with you on this lovely afternoon. Uh, gonna have a guest speaker today, Jacob Unger. Gonna be talking a little Knicks and Nets, uh, comparing their president slash GMs and Leon Rose and Sean Marks. Uh, just wanted to remind you that you can catch this podcast along with all my others on both Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and you can access those via the link tree in my Instagram bio at these Drive Sports. Now let's get to it. All right, here today with my boy, longtime friend Jake Bunger, and longtime Nets fan. Not sure. Uh, I was actually discussing the other day with uh, another one of our friends uh, what how many New Yorkers we know that are Nets fans, uh, you know, going back to the days in New Jersey. And uh, you were one of the names that, uh, that came to mind. Uh, not many of them out there, you know, New York Nets fans throwing it back to when they were in Jersey, but uh, nice to have you on today. One of my first guests. Uh, got anything to say before? We hey, no, it's, it's, uh, it's good to be here. Um, you know, Brooklyn forever, baby. I'm happy to support the Nets. Uh, and look, we're, we're looking good in Brooklyn. And I'm excited to talk to talk basketball with you, bro. Yeah, I'm as I am with you. I'm very excited. Um, we haven't been able to hang out so much recently due to all the restrictions and everything uh, and just being busy. But, uh, you know, the topic of conversation today is comparing uh, the management of the Knicks and the Nets. Not, nothing about the player, the players, because we all know that the Nets are, uh, you know, That's right. That's where right. right now. But... Uh, it's been very impressive what Leon Rose has been able to do in the, his basically one year uh, at as the Knicks president. Uh, so I, I thought it would be an interesting conversation to compare Leon Rose's uh, one year uh, with Sean Marks's uh, three or four years, however long it's been. This is, uh, I think, this is this is Sean's fifth year now. This oh, is his fifth, fifth year. year now. So yeah. yeah. So it's even more than that, but clearly, you know, he struck, he not struggled in the beginning, but the, the team wasn't good in the beginning and he's built it to all the way on, you know, yeah. where it is now, uh, including moves that he even made uh, in the middle of this season with uh, getting Harden. And yeah. then you look at Leon Rose and all the, you know, all the moves that he made going into this year. And um, I'm not even sure you, you are uh, someone that pointed out to me. I didn't even realize that uh, Reggie Bullock was even on the team last yeah, year last year uh, he played like 23 games out of like 66 or something like that I don't know if they uh got Reggie Bullock after Leon Rose took the job or you know if he was on the team the whole year I'm really unsure but uh you know both guys have made the necessary moves to bring New York basketball back so uh give me your opinions as to why Sean Marks has has done a better job in, in his tenure as uh the Nets GM all right, so look, I, I'm going to start it off. I'll be I'll be upfront with you. Obviously, Leon Rose has done a great job changing the Knicks culture this year in this in this you know short sample of about like 60 games so far. Um, that being said, though, uh, Sean Marks took a team that had about 20 wins, the 21, 20 wins the year he the year before he came in, and they had no draft picks and almost no talent. There was just nothing. There was nothing going for them. And yes, his first year there, they weren't, you know, the four or five seed in the East, you know, playing great basketball and making a run, but he slowly acquired talent, um, built a culture, acquired the talent and made moves to get even more talent. You know, he, he took chances on guys like Karis LeVert, D'Angelo Russell, 
Um, he, uh, you know, drafted Jared Allen and, you know, he built a good young team um, along with Spencer Dinwiddie and he built a good young team. He brought in a great coach, Kenny Atkinson. And, you know, now on, you know, is his fifth year with the Nets. You know, he has James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving on the team, you know, tied or for first or, you know, uh, you know, a game or half game back of first place. And, you know, they're looking like, you know, a top title contender. I think Sean Marks really took a team that had nothing. They had no trade, no, you know, trade pieces, no draft stock. And he turned them into uh, one of the best teams in the league in five years. So what I'll give uh, Sean Marks before I get into Leon Rose, uh, looking at what he did, who he acquired in his first season as the executive. Again, his first season as the executive, they weren't good at all. They went 20. No, they were not. Um, but looking at the guys that he got going into his first season, uh, I think that that's the most impressive thing that he's done between, uh, first off, he hired Kenny Atkinson, great hire. Uh, I still kind of hate on the Nets for firing him, really not giving him the full opportunity. And then, you know, Steve Nash getting yeah. all his credit now for really no reason, in my opinion, uh, having one of the most stacked teams in the league. But uh, in his first season, he got Karis LeVert, Joe Harris, and Spencer Dinwiddie, all in his right. first season. So right. overall, right. Um, you know, Joe Harris is their best, I believe, is their best role player right now. Uh, right. You know, he may even be more of a role player uh, on other teams, but unfortunately he's on the Nets where uh, they have, a, you know, too much talent. So he has to be forced to be a role player, three-point shooter, occasionally take it to the rack, you know, just uh, make a little the offense a little more dynamic. But uh, looking, also looking at a guy like uh, Karis LeVert, you know, that's the reason why they pretty much got James Harden, obviously. Right. Jared Allen also, Tarion Prince. But, um, you know, Karis LeVert, I'd say, is definitely, if he remains healthy, if he comes back from his, uh, from his surgery, you know, hundred percent, then he, he was the best name in that deal. Yeah, and uh, yeah. that's really what brought Harden here. So looking back at that first year, you know, I, I'm not so impressed with the fact that he, you know, got KD and Kyrie to, to go there. It was, but I guess he got them to go there because of the culture change, which started with getting those players uh, right. along with okay. maybe uh, a couple others also that aren't even on here yet. I, I think the next right. year he acquired Jared Allen. Um, yeah. And then also, then he gets you know, the he that well, trade for Terry Prince. Yeah. Who did, who did yep. they trade for Terry on Prince again? I remember that was, I was I'm like, not, can't believe that they got him not, for nothing. <laughs> I'm not sure. They, they didn't, they didn't give up much for Tori and Prince. I'm just looking at their rosters right now before they came in. And there wasn't too much uh, turnover um, from 2017. Let's see, what was the, I think the 2017, 2018, they didn't have Tori and Prince. And then, the next year, 2018, 2019, they did – did they grab him yet? No. You know who they might have traded? I think they traded Damari Carroll. Yeah, you're probably – oh, wait. No, that doesn't make much sense because they got Damari Carroll from the Hawks, I thought. No, they traded – no, they got – I think uh, Carroll was on the Raptors before that he came to them. Um, and then they put him back they, – they sent him back to the Hawks uh -huh. for uh, – yeah, no, I could be wrong Carter on that. Prince but move was a great move when they acquired him. I was like, that's, you know, that's another great move for the Nets. In addition to, you know, I guess I didn't think Joe Harris or Karis LeVert or Dinwiddie was anything special when it first right. happened, you know, and it wasn't anything special. 
But I'll explain to you why I believe that Leon Rose has been more impressive in just his one year. Um, I think it's really just his knowledge of uh, knowing that he needs to get what his players and coaches want. So, you know, it took like Sean Marks built the culture over like a a couple of years. You know, he got those players, uh, got Kenny Atkinson, started building it up. Wasn't good in his first year, though. Obviously, those players were were young players. But but Leon Rose this offseason sits down with Julius Randle. Julius Randle, I don't know if you listened to the to the watch pod the other day, but he was on. Julius Randle is saying that he was like really down on things in like uh, October, November time, really wasn't feeling positive. Uh, Sits down with Leon Rose, asks him like, uh, you know, Leon asks him, you know, Julius, what do you need to become an all-star? Like, how how can we help you out? He said, you know, I need someone, a coach that's going to hold me accountable. uh, That's going to work me hard. And, you know, and now we wound up with Tom Thibodeau. Uh, so he's so it's nice to be able to see that the, that the GM and the players are on the same page. You know, the GM is getting in touch with the players, asking the best player, you know, what you want. They're trying to make the players happy. Something that's not, you know, that's not something that's known for the Knicks. No, uh, not, at all. Not, not at all. You know, given that James Dolan is their owner. But additionally, you look at who he hired in Tom Thibodeau. That's what Julius Randle wanted. And then there's a connection between the GM uh, or the president and Leon Rose and Tom Thibodeau and the type of player that the Knicks are going to get, which is every single player that we got uh, this offseason fits that mold. Uh, you know, a guy that's it's basically ball is life mentality. That's all that matters. You're going to uh, work after the game. Uh, you're going to work every single day. You're going to work every single possession and you're going to give it your all. And if you're not going to give it your all, you're going to sit your ass on the bench. I mean, you look at guys like Noel, uh, uh, even midseason acquisitions, D Rose and Taj Gibson working their asses off out there. Right. Uh, right. Alec Burks is the was the perfect move. I mean, I couldn't believe that he's as good as he is. I didn't know he was talented at all. Uh, but he's having a you know a career type of year this year. So it just goes to show that he understands you know what the coach wanted, what the players need to succeed, and really was able to make a culture change uh, in one in you know basically one season just via plugging in a coach and getting the right players the you know and it has to be that they have to continue getting that type of player in the future if they if they don't go after these ball is life uh you know nothing else matters like i feel like the knicks in the past they used to get guys you know after the game they'd go home and play video games like you know i don't blame them for that but now we have some dogs out there that you know nothing else matters other than ball so uh, what are your thoughts on that Dude, there's no doubt about that. Look, I'm not going to tell you Leon Rose hasn't done a good job changing the culture. The Knicks culture has been god-awful. It's been god-awful the past, basically, since... Yeah, that's, why I, that's why I, I guess I can't blame KD for saying that the Knicks weren't cool a year ago. Yeah, uh, right. I mean, look... Dude, listen, I think the Knicks are always cool because I'm a Knicks fan, and, you know, there are million, there's so many of us out there, so I'll always say the Knicks are cool. But I understand what he's saying. He says that the Knicks, uh, you know... Dude, look how Phil Jackson. For the NBA players, I feel like he's saying NBA players, the Knicks aren't right. Right. No, I mean, look how look how uh, you know Melo got treated. Melo, the one star that had really come, him and Stoudemire, the two guys that really came in the past, you know, how many years? Melo made the Knicks. You know, he made he made the Garden buzz. He 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 put a lot of life. You know, the way this team has been doing, um, into the Knicks fan base. 
And look, Leon Rose has obviously changed the culture, bringing in Thibodeau um, and, you know, bringing in a few other pieces, um, obviously drafting a guy like quickly. Um, and I think even one of the more important things that, you know, uh, Leon Rose did and, you know, World Wide West uh, bringing in Kenny Payne. Um, For sure. Amazing move. And they yeah. have uh, multiple Kentucky heads. Kenny Payne right. is the reason apparently that they drafted quickly. He had the inside info. Right. No, for sure. But, but again, so now Leon Rose has done a great job. And in one year, there's been a more drastic change, obviously, from what Leon Rose, what, what the Knicks were last year, what they are now with Leon Rose. But my pushback on this is, is here. I mean, Randall was on the team. Barrett was on the team. You had draft picks, you know, on the team. I, you know, I don't remember exactly all, you know, you, I'm not blaming him for Knox, but you had talent there. Um, and look, you had, you had a pick in Obi Toppin, you know, right here, like, and you had Bullock, you had Mitchell Robinson, you had Alfred Payton, who's played well this year. Um, Alfred and Payton, obviously, he resigned Alfred Payton though. I'm pretty sure he decided. Right. But he was, he was on the team though. Like, you know, these are guys, you know, there was, there isn't as much changeover, right? I think Leon Rose came in and said, Hey, we're changing the culture and that's important. I think Sean Marks came and said, Hey, we're going to change the culture. We're going to do all these things differently. And I'm going to start bringing in my guys. He brings in his coach, who Kenny Atkinson, who's just amazing at developing young talent. Um, and I was surprised to see that, you know, obviously the Knicks made the right decision with Tibbs, but I was like, how, how could the Knicks not jump on a guy like Kenny Atkinson? You know, a guy that has shown he could develop young talent. He's also, he was um, our former, former assistant coach. So um, they probably and, didn't want to go after him. And I'm just, but I'm, you know, I'm looking at the Nets here, man. And I'm just seeing, D'Angelo Russell was on, was on the verge of being considered a bust, you know, Caris avert, injury prone, and, you know, giving, you know, Spencer Dinwiddie, you know, wasn't in the league for long, but, you know, he came in and now, you know, Dinwiddie could be a key piece on a lot of good teams. Obviously, once he gets back, hopefully, you know, he'll return and be back at his full strength. But I think Marks not only had to change the culture of a team that had no future, at least the Knicks have their picks going forward, right? Where you know, they can say, like, we could bank on these guys. Sean Marks was like, I don't have any of that. I got to start picking things out of thin air. And he got D'Angelo Russell and rejuvenated his, not rejuvenated his career, but, you know, breathed life into his career. Um, they breathed life into Dinwiddie's career. They got Joe Harris. And Joe Harris now, you know, one of the best shooters in the NBA. And it's such a key player. And, and again, I, you agree with this. He'd be a key player on almost any team. Mm -hmm. um, and I think the fact that Marks brought all these guys in that, Changes culture. And I know a lot of them are gone now. Jared Allen, D'Angelo Russell, um, you know, Tori and Prince, Karis Levert. There's, you know, all these guys are gone. I get that. And, but I think he did a job. He changed the culture, which Leon Rose has clearly done too. He's changed the culture. He's brought in guys and he's made the most, he's did the most important thing you want your franchise to have. He made them attractive to stars. Yeah. And Kyrie wanted to come, Durant wanted to come, Harden wanted to come, and now you got a deep team. And, and it's not even like, you know, belittle the moves he's made this year, picking up Bruce Brown. You know, Landry Shamit had a rough start, but he's been playing well, you know, with, you know, with more time on the court. Where the hell and, is even Luwalu Cabarro from? I've never heard of that guy before in my life. Right. Um, <laughs> you know, he, he's, he's, he's put guys on the team. Um, Claxton. I mean, Bruce, love Claxton. Cla Claxton, he drafted Claxton last year. I mean, I didn't even know that just, he was drafted. I was going to say also, uh, even though they didn't have any draft picks, he definitely made the most of every draft. He found draft a way. No, he found, you know, he found a way to, you know, obviously they had some pick swaps in there. 
But you know, the this the Nets the Nets were one of the worst teams in the league. They were a lottery team. You know, Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum was drafted. Dylan Brown. No, wait, sorry, Markel Fultz, the number one pick. Markel Fultz. Um, well, that was the Nets pick. That was the Nets pick right there. That they you know they traded it to Boston. Boston traded back with Philly, and Philly took oh, Markel, okay. and Boston took Tatum. I thought it was um, so. It was not. Oh, it wasn't Tatum then. It wasn't Tatum. So, we were gonna get. No, the Nets had the number one pick. The, they they gave it. They, they traded that to the Celtics. The Celtics traded the number one pick back to the uh, 76ers. The Sixers, with the Nets pick, wow, took both. Such a, wow, they rocked them there, knowing that the um, Sixers were going to draft Markel Fultz there. They traded back. We're like, we're going to take Tatum at at three. Right. <laughs> Joy um, one. So I mean I, I think you know I think the both I think the beauty of this this conversation is that both New York teams have done amazing things to turn around their organizations both GMs, um, but I, I just think I just think you know it's two things one we have a much you know fuller sample size of Sean Marks we see where the team has come from and headed to where you know it wouldn't be, I wouldn't put it past the Knicks to be overperforming beyond the first round and then, you know, not pick this up next year, you know, you know, so I think we have so much more, you know, tape on Sean Marks and what he's done with a lot less than Leon Rose. Like I said, look, Leon Rose is who are the two most valuable players on the Knicks right now? Like Julius Randle, obviously. And then, you know, you could debate that next guy. That's RJ but if okay, fine. So if you're saying RJ Barrett, these are the two most important players on the team were on the team last year, where Sean Marks, you know, had to totally revamp the roster, which is, you know, I just for me, it's like as a net fan, after we traded all those guys for KG and PG, after we made the traded all the picks for KG and PG, uh, it was not PG, uh, Paul Pierce, sorry. I was like, uh oh, what are we ever gonna do? What are we ever gonna do once once we get, you know, killed by LeBron in the heat? And, you know, Sean Marks has kind of been a savior to Brooklyn Nets basketball. No, it's, that's very true. I can't, I definitely can't argue with anything you said there. And, and also uh, it's honestly hard for me to make the argument for Leon Rose. I, I do believe that, you know, he'll one day he will prove more like, you know, that he's the better GM or president, whatever. Right now it's definitely difficult. He's only had one year, but I'll tell you probably the most important move he's made uh, which shows that he's obviously a way better GM than any other Knicks, uh, you know, any other Knicks GM or decision maker. And, uh, you know, also maybe puts him above Sean Marks a little bit just for the time being. But, you know, every other Knicks GM had the opportunity, I feel like, to sign Tom Thibodeau at a point. Every Knicks fan wanted it. He's a literally born and raised Knicks fan. He coached the team in the 90s, assistant coach. And, Finally, someone was able was competent enough to pull the trigger, say, this guy's an amazing coach. Uh, you got to get him the right players, though. Like, I, I always say this, honestly. I say this all the time now. Carl Anthony Towns is not a dog. He will never be a dog. He'll never be a winner. Uh, Tom Thibodeau is his coach. My, I'm sorry for the foul language, but all it seems like he just bitched and moaned when, uh, when he got overplayed by Tom Thibodeau. Well, you see Julius Randle now. Uh, really, you know, he says, I want someone to hold me accountable. He's averaging the most minutes in the game. Uh, doesn't, you know, that doesn't impact him. He'll still go in night in and night out and give it his absolute all, whether he's dropping 40 points or whether he's dropping 15 points. It doesn't matter. But it's really, uh, you know, that decision of bringing Tibbs in has even 
has made not just Julius Randle better. Obviously, Julius Randle put in a ton of work during the regular right. season, but I mean during the off season. But you know, just it, the, the mentality that that Tibbs brings uh, it forces everyone to to give it their all every practice, every day, even you know when there's not supposed to be practice, they're going to the gym and shooting around. I mean, I think I don't know if you know this, but Julius uh, R.J. Barrett earlier in the season was shooting below 30% from three. He's up to like 38% from three. Now I'm telling you, he actually sets up the, the shot machine in front of Thibodeau's office and just shoots her. Maybe he doesn't do it anymore because he's playing a lot better now, but earlier in the season, he wasn't playing in the fourth quarter. He wasn't shooting threes. Well, uh, Thibodeau's not playing him because he's not playing defense, not being effective later on in the game. Next thing you know, RJ's working way harder, apparently. Uh, on his jump shot now he's up to 38 percent i honestly i attributed a lot to tom thibodeau uh obviously i I gotta give rj the credit where obviously gotta give rj credit for putting in the work but uh you know i I give leon rose a ton of credit for finally making you know the right move and signing tom thibodeau i'll even admit it i wasn't necessarily totally bought in when we signed thibodeau uh you know he's never made the finals uh he made the conference uh, finals, you know, back in the day with with the Bulls. But did did they even? I'm, I'm I might have even been mistaken on that. Uh, but point is, he failed in Minnesota after the whole debacle in Minnesota. You know, with Jimmy right. Butler and him right. getting, and him leaving. Uh, I was like, is this guy really the answer? Do star players want to play for him? Then I questioned also, do the Knicks even have a star player? Right, um, right. <laughs> But, uh, you know, his mentality, I think, has done wonders for guys like Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett. He's, you could see that he's brought life back into even Tyler Gibson. I promise you, I, I, I don't know how often you have uh, watched Taj Gibson play, but there are very few people in the league that hustle more than Taj Gibson. Nick Claxton might be one of them. No, there's no – again, I, I'm not trying to, you know, say he hasn't done a great job, but, like, and I and I know you don't you hate on Steve Nash and that hiring, but I think that's I just, another. I don't hate on that. Great... I don't hate on that hire. It's just you know he got put into the perfect situation, like right, you know, kind uh, of like again, a Steve again, Kerr, like, a Steve Kerr type thing. Right, I, I hear that, but let's look at the things Sean Marks did, though. I mean, I love Kenny Atkinson. I'm a big fan of him, but he just you know he wasn't right for this All Star team. Look, at the end of the day. Uh, you got to have all-stars on your team in the NBA. You know, you can't win by having, you know, unfortunately, you know, good role players making good plays, playing above their level. You need to have guys at the top 10. If you don't have guys in the top 10, you're not winning. It's as simple as that. I mean, you go down the list of the past NBA championships, There's only the a past few. finals, MVP, the past final MVPs. It's a mixture of LeBron, Durant, and Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. right? Those three guys are for the most part the last guys to win championships and obviously there's you know in turn in you know you have curry who's done it three times and obviously Kyrie was on you know the championship team um and you know but like you if you don't have Stephen Curry Kawhi Leonard Kevin Durant LeBron James you're not going to the finals as a matter of fact you haven't been to the finals in almost 10 years unless one of those guys are on your team so you know it comes down to that, and Sean Marks made that move, and he got those guys the coach that they wanted. You know, is it fair to you know Kenny Atkinson? No, was it even a popular move? Probably not. Um, but not only did he bring in Steve Nash, 
he gave Joff Vaughn a great contract to make sure he stayed there because Joff Vaughn is a great assistant coach for the Nets, and he was the one leading the team after Kenny Atkinson in the Nets parted ways. And he brought in Mike D'Antoni, um, a guy that's worked with James Harden, um, you know, for years in, in Houston, and a guy who's just, you know, famous for running great offense. Uh, so I think even though, like, yeah, I, does, does Steve Nash deserve Coach of the Year votes over Tom Thibodeau? Probably not, no. Um, is Tom Thibodeau the Coach of the Year? Probably not. So, you know, I think at the end of the day, the people that Mark's brought in, whether it's always having a great coaching staff while he was there, whether it was Atkinson or to this one with uh, Nash, D'Antoni, and Vaughn, um, he's always had good leadership. He's always had a good mentality in that locker room. And, and look, I, you know, say what you want about Kyrie, Durant, Harden, about, you know, the team players they are, the type of guys they are. Watching them when they're on the court, they look happy. They look like they're having fun. They're communicating with each other. And look, I just can't wait for those three guys to be on the court and, and do the damage that, uh, that you know, Sean Marks intended for. In terms of the Steve Nash hire, although I do feel bad for Kenny Atkinson and I really can't give that much credit to Steve Nash just because of, you know, how much talent they have on the team. I, obviously, I give him I give him credit. I'm saying in terms of coach of the year, right, you know, right. I don't think that he even deserves to be top five. Like Monty Williams put him way up there. Yeah. Um, you know, Tom Thibodeau, uh, blanking on anyone else uh, off the top of my head, but there are other good, great candidates. Obviously, Steve Nash, probably top 10 candidate, but especially with the fact that uh, there were so many injuries. But I also, I, I do like the fact that they, that they signed him because I feel like the modern NBA players like to be led by someone that was like in that situation, I, yeah. you know? Totally agree. The same totally thing agree. Steve Kerr. They like, they don't want someone to really bought, like most NBA players, like I'll tell you what wouldn't work. Tom Thibodeau on the nets. That would right. not would work, work at would all. Work. That would, would be implosion uh, would not work. Uh, you know, Steve right. Nash is probably pretty laid back, obviously has an offensive game plan and everything, but he probably really lets the players, you know, do their thing. He talks to them. He never get to the their face or anything. Like, uh, I don't know if you saw when uh, the Knicks beat the Pelicans in that overtime game, Lonzo yeah, Ball gave up a three in the corner and uh, Stan Van Gundy starts yelling at Lonzo Ball. Like, right. You know, that would not work on the Nets, uh, but mm -mm. You, you need the cert, you need that certain type of player. That's why I credit Leon Rose for getting that certain type of player that's willing to take that criticism and, and build from it. But definitely think that, the, you know, I can't hate on the Nash move that much. I just don't think he deserves the most credit, but I think it's what was best for the team, right. which is unfortunate for Kenny Atkinson. Is he right, look, a job now, by the way, Kenny? I think he's an assistant. Um, he might be an assistant for the Clippers. I'm not sure, but I, I have a feeling he could be an assistant for the Clippers right now. Yeah, I also hated that Clippers move, by the way. That was such a – I think that was a very dumb move. Um, yeah. But that's that's for another day. I'll, I'll uh, say this, though. the assistant for the Clippers now. I'll say this in terms of uh, Sean Marks, Leon Rose. I think Leon Rose has done a great job in his, his first year. I think Sean Marks has been more impressive overall – this year, obviously, he's done a little less, although he did get James Harden mm -hmm. um, and he did get Bruce Brown and did get Landry Shamit. And, you know, the team is, you know, like, you know, 40 and 20. <laughs> obviously, they have the talent, but, you know, Durant's missed a lot of time. Kyrie misses time. Harden's missing time. And Harden wasn't there the whole time. So, mm -hmm. you know, there has been a lot of, like, you know, revolving door with this roster. And so... And, the, and, and this is a credit to Nash as well. The fact that they've been able to keep it moving and keep it 
keep them winning um, has been very impressive. Um, and I really think though that the book, you know, we're still writing the book on Leon Rose, whereas Sean Marks, you know, I think even, you know, let's say in two years, all these guys leave, all these stars leave. Like, I think, you know, he'd have a lot of leeway because he did a great job. He still did. He did a great job in five years. But Leon Rose, like, look, this Knicks team, if they're out in the first round and they're an eight seed next year, what's the story? You know, what's the story? Right. They're it's over. Just... I think we, we have to agree that they're overperforming. Julius Randle's playing the best basketball he's ever played. Barrett's improved um, mid-year. Not, I'm, I'm not even saying Barrett, like, oh, he, you know, he took the normal step of, like, oh, rookie, second-year guy, third-year guy. He was rookie and kind of stayed on that. He was kind of plateauing a little bit. In mid-year, he took that leap. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, you can credit Thibodeau, but you got to, you know, credit Barrett for just, you know, taking that next level. Um, but, look, you know, let's see where these guys are come playoff time. And, you know, the same thing goes for the Nets, man. You know, if the Nets don't win with this team, you know, what's the goal? What's the goal? It's championships. So I mean, I, I definitely team. would say that, uh, you know, I've had this conversation about the Yankees. Like, you should just be happy with the finals appearance also, you know. Obviously, be disappointed if you don't win. But if they make the finals, like, definitely uh, be trust happy. Trust me, I, you, we got <laughs> – I don't know one Nick fan who's going to say to me, oh, yeah, be happy you made the finals. Every single Nick fan. Well, I mean, I, I definitely would say that. I would neck. definitely say they're that gonna just to make – They're going to be on my neck. Oh, you couldn't do it. You guys couldn't do it. You had the stars. Yeah, that's my way of putting it on your neck, saying, oh, "Oh, just enjoy making it. You know, you didn't win. Just enjoy making it. But, um, you know, I agree with you. Overall, you know, Leon Rose is – I mean, uh, Sean Marks uh, has done way more in his career, obviously, than Leon Rose. But I think the prospects are very promising for Leon Rose. You know, the future, very promising. He hit on free agent, low-key free agents also, like – yeah, obviously Alec Burks, Nerlens Noel, something that doesn't happen in, in this city of New York, you know? We don't hit yeah. on low-key free agents. You only go for the big right. name that usually busts or, you know, yeah. you go for the little name that isn't good at all. Yeah, but like, look, we'll, we'll see We'll see how much, you know, I'm not writing off Obi Toppin yet, but we'll see how much that oh, can I mean, Obi Toppin, uh, Obi Toppin at three threes last night, so he's... Yeah, Halliburton looks great, though. No, obviously Halliburton. But then we Halliburton have, the thing good. is that we wouldn't have Emmanuel quickly then. Yeah, and Halliburton that's, looks that's a whole other conversation, you know. Halliburton another looks hour long conversation on drafting quickly or Halliburton. Obviously, Halliburton's amazing. Um, it's all on Obi. Yeah, Obi doesn't turn into a good player. Then, yeah, I probably would agree. Yeah, we should have drafted Halliburton. But if Obi turns into a good player, a quality right, player. We'll see. That's, what, that's what I'm saying about Leon Rose, man. It's been 60 games. Um, and a lot could change, you know, knowing the Knicks, man, you know. Dude, it, dude a lot could change it, once May starts. You know who we, you know who the Knicks play once May starts on the road? Straight. I'll start with the Rockets. The Rockets aren't good, but then they play the Grizzlies, the Nuggets, the Suns, the Clippers, and the Lakers all in a row on the road. So we'll see. We'll see yeah. how it all goes. Yeah, and look, it's going to be a rough end to the season for the Knicks. Probably we'll see how it is also, out, honestly, right? without uh, – oh, KD's coming back tonight, right? Yeah, Katie playing tonight. Katie playing okay, tonight. so never mind. Not not rough for the Nets. Um, uh, we'll see. Look, look. At the end of the day, we all know what it's about. It's about winning playoff games. Yeah. And especially for the Nets, how, especially the Nets situation. Right. right. Now. That's how that's how Marks is going. You know, Marks has done a great job. He's put the team in the exact position that they need to be. Um, and now 
they got to win games. They got to win playoff games. And it's the same thing for Leon Rose. They're the, the, the Knicks, you know, I don't think anyone really expects much out of the Knicks in the playoffs this year because they're just not in that echelon of Sixers, Nets, Bucks. Um, Give us one but, series win, though. Let us play the Hawks in the first round. Give us the four. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know, man. The Hawks don't look like a team you want to mess with. No, dude. the Hawks are very – the Knicks just beat the Hawks, but they played – obviously, Trey Young got injured, played without right. – um, uh, DeAndre Hunter and Cam Reddish and Danilo Gallinari. I'm and not going to lie to you. The Hawks are stacked. The Hawks are stacked. Collins, I don't know bro. if John they can handle other teams defensively, though, but offensively, they're they're loaded. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, uh, you know, exciting times to be New York basketball fan. Good times. Uh, Good times, baby. Hopefully, Good times. Hopefully Good times for New York continue to grow in the future. And, uh, you know, have you seen that meme, by the way, the Thanos meme with uh, – you know, the Knicks are good at what cost? Uh, the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, no, that's, yeah that's a great yeah, meme. Yeah. You know, hey, hey no, look, New York Yankee baseball, it, it, it doesn't look pretty right now, but I, I think we're starting, the bats are waking up just a little bit. Yeah, uh, we're going for the sweep today. That was yeah. the first pitch. Garrett Cole, a little over half Garrett Cole was nasty last night. Garrett Cole, or not last night, Garrett Cole was, was nasty. Um, it was beautiful to watch him pitch. Yeah. Um, so very exciting times to be a New York sports fan overall. You know, we, oh, we also got the NFL draft coming up on Thursday. Yeah, uh, yep. we'll talking about this upcoming week, but it was really nice talking to you today, Jake. Oh, it was good. It's good and, to uh, talk hope to you. Have you back on the show soon. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hope, Brooklyn, I hope the best for the Nets. Uh, I really do. I say it every day. I know that Nets fans probably don't believe me. I also say it. I root for the Nets. I just don't want them to win a championship. That's that's about Brooklyn, it. Baby. I'll root for Brooklyn, them all baby. the way up until so we'll, the championship. We'll go to the parade. We'll go to the parade together. I'll listen. I guess I'll do it. I've never been to a parade before. Yeah, all right, you can, I root, for, you can root for Bron. You can root for Bron over the Nets in the championship. It's tough. It's tough. I actually think that I would. I really do. All righty. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, it was nice talking to you today. Hopefully, we'll be back BK. on soon and. Uh, For everyone watching, peace out.